Hello and welcome back to the Create Me Podcast with your host, Ike Edlam. So yeah, back with a brand new conversation, but also with a familiar guest. And today my guest is Constantine Zeus. Um, he was on the podcast a couple of years ago, well, a few years ago now, back in 2018, April, when I kind of still was kind of first getting in the full swing of podcasts. And then we actually had a conversation, episode 13, in my old home. It was really cool to kind of get Constantine back on the podcast, but also he came on the podcast with his um, writing partner, Emily Rose, and they kind of been, you know, touring um, with um, Constantine's project called um, Jazz Mafia Volume 2. So it's really kind of cool to just touch base with Constantine again after all these years and also kind of speak to Emily about her practice and how she got involved with working with Constantine as well. So I really hope, you know, you guys enjoy this conversation. It's really good to kind of bring back a familiar face on the podcast. So yeah, I'll leave that there and I'll let you guys have a listen. All right, catch up soon. So yes, we are back with a brand new Create Me podcast episode. And yeah, um, it's kind of an interesting one. And we're just kind of reflecting on this at this before we recorded. Um, Constantine, the artist, was episode 13 back in 2018. You know, so it's really good to have you back on. And also with your writing partner, Emily Rose, you know, who's kind of joined up with you for part two of the Jazz Mafia project. But uh, yeah, how are you both doing? Awesome. How are you? Good, man. Good, good. Long yeah. time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely been a long time. I think I've just kind of caught up with you, Constantine, just via social media. And I think it was like probably not long after I spoke to you, maybe a year or so that you moved to Edinburgh. Pretty much, yeah. I think it was the towards the end of uh twenty eighteen October, I believe. Twenty eighteen October, yeah. Yeah. So how you find yeah. your life in Edinburgh? Uh, awesome so far so good well you know the whole thing happened obviously and then uh was a bit restricted in order to be going taking things out and stuff out and about but other than that pretty good yeah cool cool and i guess it's like you know i know it's really gonna be really great to catch up with yourself but also with emily rose um um, emily just for the listeners because obviously they've who people familiar with the podcast will be familiar with Constantine's episode and who he is and what he does as an artist. But just for the listeners, could you give a little brief overview of yourself and actually what you're and what you currently do? Yeah, so I actually do a mix of things. I mean, I do I do writing and I also do yoga teaching. And I'm actually working on a book that kind of combines both of them. So I do different like writing projects and also poetry. So I'm writing like three books at the moment. Um and one of them's like related to yoga and anxiety so I'm kind of interested in like the mental health side and psychology and things so I wanted to kind of include that in some of the writing and also philosophical fi- fiction so I have like a background in philosophy as well so the idea is to combine them in some way so I'm also studying yoga therapy so yeah, quite a mix, really. <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm doing. Oh, no, it sounds really interesting. I hope we can kind of delve a bit more into that um, today during our kind of conversation. But yeah, like Constantine, like Jazz Mafia Project, I've been seeing a lot on social media, you know, about this as well and about like the exhibitions. But how did kind of like the volume two kind of come about? And if you could just give a little, the listeners a little bit of an overview, obviously, what the Jazz yeah. Mafia Project is. So uh, I'll get it from the beginning, right? So as I said, 2018 October, I think I moved here, Edinburgh from Aberdeen. And then I think it was towards the summer or like Easter 2019 when I had the idea. I came up with the title. I had the title. I don't remember how. So I, Jazz Mafia Project. And I thought, this is a cool title. 
So I wrote it down on a sticker that I had and I stuck it on my desk where I was working on for whenever I think something to do with it, right? So eventually, at the moment, at the time, I was uh, listening to like a lot of Django, Reinhardt, things like that, all that gypsy traveler, jazzy stuff, you know? And, well, I, it, yeah, I just came up with that idea of like creating some folk like characters that are into that. And it's all set in the 40s, like 42, 1942. So I did the, 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 um, the paintings of 12 people. And then I started exhibiting with the paintings. And at the time, I didn't have anything but the concept, which is like they, the three of them meet up in Egypt, Alexandria, and then they travel about Europe and a little bit of Northern Africa. And they meet each other and they join the band. They form the band Jazz Market Project. So they're not gangsters, really, you know. <laughs> uh, it's just like, you know, mafia because they have this loyalty. Let's just say like the, the mafia operates and like, you know, they're very tied together and stuff like that. And jazz because they're into like this whole jazzy, uh, folky music and everything. And project because it's just a project, right? So, so basically, I went to Romania and I exhibited that for the first time. And then I started talking with people and they were asking me about the concept and everything. So I would tell them that. And then people would ask, so where's that guy meant to be from? And where's that guy meant to be from? You know, so I would collect their ideas and thoughts. And I sort of like came up with the profiles per character. And then I put that in a little book. So that would be volume one. Then I exhibited that in Athens. Then come back, lockdown happens. In the meanwhile, I was thinking... I want to expand this into a more like um, of a story kind of thing, because it was, like I said, the concept and the profiles of the characters. And then eventually uh, we met up with Emily Rose. Uh, I was originally working with another writer uh, on this book, but it was taking a little while and kind of like, um, not exactly backed out, but anyway, the, the collaboration didn't, didn't, uh, go ahead and then uh, Emily Rose was very keen on the the whole concept of, of the of the story let's just say and she was like I can do it <laughs> <laughs> and I was like yeah <laughs> awesome and then that's how the volume 2 came about so we started working on that one which she did most of the writing I did a little bit of the writing and new illustrations that were added into the next the, the, the new book yeah. So how did how did you how did you both meet each other then? Uh, we met uh, actually in my flat. Yeah. Here we're in my flat right now, right? All right. <laughs> and my flatmate at the time and Emily Rose were friends. She just came along, you know, and we met. <laughs> Simple as that, really. Cool. Cool. Yeah, we took it from there, you know. Yeah. Yeah, and so like for like it kind of seems then for like the volume two of the Jazz Mafia project, obviously there's like what's kind of entailed within um, what kind of entailed or involved with like volume two. Well, volume two um, involves basically a little bit more. It's a, it's a, it's a series of short stories and it involves like how those guys met. So basically, mm-hmm. we sort of like broke down the main concept and made, gave details to it. Would you say yeah, I think so. So based on the first book, where it's just like a paragraph about each yeah. character, this goes into more 
depth based on some of the key pieces of information. So when I was writing it, all I had was kind of where they were from, what instruments they play, and obviously the the image. Yeah. So I just kind of used that and and went with that to create a story about them. Um, and we also wrote out like a kind of map, I suppose, of what order they meet. So we kind of had like sort of sketched it out and then just developed it from there. Okay, so it sounds like kind of like more of like a bit like a prequel to actually volume one then. So a bit more of a backstory. You reckon? Well, that's good thinking actually. Yeah, it hadn't occurred to us that way, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah that's, that's good. Maybe, yeah, you could say so. Yeah, it sort of like explains, yeah, kind of like what happened. Yeah, I suppose, maybe. <laughs> And I guess, like, what I'm kind of interested in, because obviously I kind of looked online and seen all these kind of different kind of characters and stuff, and then, like, where do you, where, I guess for a question for you, Emily, was where do you kind of draw inspiration from? Do you kind of bounce off Constantine, or do you kind of just go, like, right, I'm going to go off and do some research, or kind of just kind of create these kind of, like, you know, interesting kind of backstories? It's, it's kind of a mixture, really. So I was definitely inspired by Constantine's idea. So he gave me some kind of impressions of what he had when he was painting um and and yeah from chatting to him to get a sort of rough picture and then I don't know I sort of I suppose maybe a bit of intuition as well so just I'd see the images and then stories would come into my mind so I'd just kind of get those down on paper and then at the same time listening to jazz and reading actually Dostoevsky as well like his style of writing um just to kind of get into the mood of um yeah I suppose like yeah, writing about the ideas and putting it all together. So, yeah, I suppose like lots of different avenues mixed in with a sort of intuitive sense of um, just the way the characters looked and the different colours and moods and, yeah, just kind of... And I guess I kind of one of the questions to have, like, in, you know, with regards to the kind of development of the characters, did you notice any kind of, like, interesting kind of themes or kind of topics kind of popping up for yourselves during this project? How do you mean, like... Like just from the characters, obviously there's different characters and they'll say, you know, you kind of mentioned there, Emily Rose, about kind of going into that kind of research bit and listening to kind of distant, like what jazz music and stuff that, you know, for like just from like your own personal practice or is there kind of like themes of actually identity, culture, um, right. those, you know, those kind of things? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. So. Yeah, I would, I would say so as well. I mean, uh, the, the a, a way of like, as kind of like I mentioned before, like, I got inspired to give the pro to, to come up with the the, the profile per character by chatting to people, and they were like sort of saying, like for instance, right? There's this guy. His name is Othman, and he's meant to be from Casablanca. And I'm in uh, in Romania, and I'm speaking to this guy, and he goes like, "Oh, so where where is this guy from meant to be?" And I'm like, "Uh, well, what do you think?" And he goes like, "I say, um." Uh, uh, Casablanca. I was like, why would you say so? But he looks like a person who could be from Casablanca. He's like, how would you know? He's like, because I am from Casablanca. There you go. And to be honest, I used this very name, the guy I met. His name was Othman. So I was like, that's it. So this is Othman from Casablanca, you know? And he plays those instruments and so on and so on. So there is a little bit of a personal, um, uh, what would you call it? Not experience, or like, you know. Um, yeah, I suppose, kind of like, like you know. Personal experience? Yeah, experience, yeah, I suppose, yeah, from yeah. little r- r- real stories that, or experience that I've encountered mm-hmm. over the times and alter them 
So there is a disclaimer in the book that says, you know, everything is fictitious and stuff, but there is a little bit of inspiration from reality, I suppose. And I guess as well, like, was it back in February? I think obviously we've been having a lot of back and forth conversations anyway, yeah. just online. I guess like you, you guys were up here in February exhibiting the work as well. Unfortunately, I didn't get to kind of see it, but I'm guessing like you're still kind of exhibiting in different places throughout Scotland at the moment. Uh, for sure, yeah. The 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 whole exhibition on some of the artwork was on tour till COVID happened. I was uh, in contact with people in Tokyo, imagine that. So uh, that that was the plan. It would have been the next location. Then COVID happens. That doesn't happen no more. And then I was also speaking with some bookshop here in Edinburgh, like an independent bookshop, and we were going to do that right after Tokyo. And that didn't happen, obviously. But then when things started opening up, we reactivated that uh, connection with the bookshop here. So, And at the time... I speak to the guy and I said, listen, I'm working with a writer right now and having a second, because I don't have the first one, uh, coming up with a second book. So how about we combine it with the launch of the book and signings and everything? And so we did in mm-hmm. Edinburgh. So that was yeah. the next uh, um, exhibition slash, uh, slash signing and launch of the book. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. And we had some bands playing as well. We had, yeah, yeah. some people playing Musicians music. Playing. Yeah. yeah. Oh, and- the jazz musicians. Sort of. It was more bluesy. It was more bluesy. Oh, okay. Yeah. And then we came out to Aberdeen and we went to Cafe 52. So, and then we had a jazz uh, uh, band, like a trio, which I had worked with in the past, actually. Like okay. Louis Benzis. He's, he's based in, all three of them guys, actually, based in Aberdeen. So we had them playing. It was awesome on the on the roof, not a roof, like a little... Mm, mezzanine. Yeah. Kind of in, oh, nice. in Cafe 52, you know, on the green, okay. right? Yeah. And that was pretty cool. And we did some book signings and stuff. And now we, yeah, so, so the thing is on tour. So the idea is like to be going about Scotland, all over really, not just Scotland. No, and that sounds really good. And, and you know, I, I guess like in like just more like recent episodes, the past kind of like couple of years of the podcast, I've just been asking people, Obviously, you kind of touched on it just now, actually having things kind of set up before the pandemic. And then and I think this has kind of been that conversation. I've been having a lot of artists and creatives that before the pandemic, there had been so many kind of like interesting plans and developments of projects happening. And in that kind of two year bubble, things got kind of shut down and it's been kind of strange for people to kind of navigate and adjust to. But for both of you, how did the kind of pandemic have an impact on your just in general lives and also just like your creative practices? Yeah, you go first. it's quite a hard question really um I mean I tried to be adaptable I suppose and see it as an opportunity to um try different things I mean I changed my work quite a bit during that time went more like self-employed and freelance um but it actually gave me an opportunity to finish off the book that I was writing initially so I was doing kind of more yeah creative stuff and I, I felt like I had more time to do different things so I tried to utilize it um, obviously it made it harder for kind of like yeah more in-person events and things like that but um, I think especially with this project we managed to deal with that quite well like just kind of continuing around the restrictions and things um, yeah so I think yeah just t- trying to see it more as an opportunity rather than getting like bogged down about it and yeah. 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 So, so, similarly, I, I, I kept myself occupied with uh, various projects. Actually, at the time when everything was uh, closed up, I was working in the city like 10 to 14 hours a day. 
you know. So I, I produced a lot, and I, other than all the sadness and everything that was going, uh, you know, was around and everything, I just saw it more as, as a challenge, you know. So I was just trying to come up with uh, alternative ways of exhibiting or whatever, and just you know, or like take the time off from anything else to really produce and produce and produce more and more work. Uh, it was towards the end of the lockdowns that we started work, sort of mm-hmm. was it, working on the book. So that also gave us a little bit of time. Emily Rose, obviously she has in the other three books she, she works on. So we kept ourselves busy, really, you know, uh, with various different um, projects. And what waiting. about your stairwell thing as well? That yeah, was... yeah I, I mean, I um, d- during the lockdown, I, it was summer of 2019, I believe. So I, I got into this new discipline of like printmaking. Yeah. So within a month, I did like tons and tons of it. I was like nonstop, like doing it one after the other, right? And then eventually I had like a, a massive work, workload of, of, uh, of, of print, like monotypes. And I was really keen on like exhibiting somehow. I was like, the world's got to see that stuff, <laughs> you know? So anyway, so I, I, I got around with the um, idea of like exhibiting into people's stairwells, into the buildings, you know, in such a way. It was, it was a free project. I was doing it for free, donation-based only. So we get like clip-on frames and go stick them with Velcro and stuff on people's, well, with obviously their agreement, right? They would agree. On the, you know, all the way up the stairwell or like on the main corridor as soon as you walk into the building. And it was just literally for the people of the building. And then I would weekly rotate the the prints, replace them. And I started off by doing this for a month per building, but I saw it was too much work <laughs> going, you know, back and forth the people's buildings. And then I did it for two weeks per building. And I did that for about four months, I believe. Okay. So, in other words, there, there is always an, another way, you know, of doing things, I suppose. I kept me busy anyway, myself. Yeah, I, I just kind of, I've never kind of thought of that of a way of kind of actually exhibiting work as well. And I think that kind of, that's an interesting and kind of special and a personal thing as well to actually kind of, when somebody's living the kind of living space that you can actually exhibit some work and they can appreciate that. Yeah. You know, and I think that obviously now you're talking about a slightly pre-brand, pre-COVID pandemic. Yeah, exactly. But it, seems, but it seems like that, you know, obviously, you know, what I've kind of taken from that, that you've both been able to kind of find ways to kind of like navigate that and kind of create work. And I think um, it's kind of been the similar responses that I've had from a lot of kind of arts and creatives that that kind of passion to kind of create, especially at times with lots of sad things going on. Yeah. Just to be a bit more kind of like heightened and strengthened a bit as well and that kind of motivation exactly kind of you know kind of pushes people to kind of keep on actually doing the work and doing what kind of actually pleases them makes them happy but also kind of engages a conversation with the wider kind of public but if, if you're going back to like you know the jazz match mafia project like volume two where what else are you guys kind of thinking with this is there going to be like a volume three kind of going on or is there what's the kind of future kind of work or like um collaboration you guys have got planned yeah well volume three is always been has already been discussed okay <laughs> you know, pretty yeah. much as we're getting towards the completion of this one mm. emily rose is like how about volume three you know? <laughs> <laughs> which, which is more elaborate it's more more like a solid kind of book perhaps yeah. would have been because this like, is like short stories yeah yeah i think so like an, maybe an extended well, I know. I think I'm trying to be careful not to say too much. But, yeah. <laughs> um. But I think we kind of again just sort of gave hints 
as to how these characters came together. But I think, and also the, as Constantine said, like separate short stories, maybe having something cohesive mm-hmm. um, that links them all in some way um, and maybe even, yeah, develops the project as yeah. well. And what, you know, what do they do once they're all yeah. together? Because this is kind of like the formation. So having, yeah, more sort of interactions and developments. Yeah, yeah, definitely go in that direction for sure. And there's even I'm not gonna say too much, but there's tons and tons of ideas. But we'll see which one which ones are gonna pan out or not. But we, obviously the events we're gonna carry on with the events, like touring about with that. So this is definitely definitely something that will be happening as much as possible. Uh, we we haven't really booked any any venues for now. Just just now we don't have anything in the near future. But looking into. Plus, we're also working on a new collaboration as well. Okay. Really nice. Yeah. So that's that's for for a nice time. <laughs> okay. So you can just kind of like a kind of tease and just kind of like, oh, you yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, but, but, you know, but you know what? hundred percent kind of get. I think is um, I've got a couple of projects kind of happening on the podcast front as well. That's probably going to happen in like twenty twenty three. But I'm really excited about. And I yeah. want to kind of like talk about, it and I kind of think like, I don't want to jinx myself a bit as well. Yeah. So exactly. Like, there's that kind of bit as well where you kind of like, you're getting all your ducks in a row and you feel really hyped and excited yeah. about it. Mm-hmm. Like, but it's, st- it's still not there. That, that that thing hasn't been approved yet. This hasn't been, you know. Yeah, so, exactly. No, no, 100% to, yeah. totally kind but of But I've seen you but, keeping it busy with all different platforms as well, though, to be honest. Yeah. Right? You're on it, too, yeah. man. You know? <laughs> yeah, do you know what? I think it's, um, obviously, it's, it's from like the last time we kind of spoke in my 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 old house and a little living room space as well. We're just kind of speaking about kind of like um ideas and stuff like that. And then I guess I guess a lot of things have kind of happened within like the world and society and I've kind of actually responded to that in different ways via like we are here Scotland and I guess it's just kind of like since we last spoke as well as actually kind of being able to actually have conversations with lots of other like, you know, talented and like, you know, creative individuals like yourself. And that kind of keeps the conversation going. And I've seen like, you know, some people move away from Aberdeen, some people completely stop, some people actually, you know, not been able for different other reasons have to kind of stop doing their business and stuff like that. So it's like, you know, November this year, we're going on to like five years of the podcast, you know, so it's kind of like strange to kind of think about it as well. I still kind of think like when we actually sat down and spoke, yeah, like yeah, totally. it doesn't feel like that long ago. No, not know? at all. No. So yeah, and then like the following year after that, my daughter was born. So it's just kind right. of like yeah, you know. So yeah, I, I guess like um, for me in my mind, I like to keep myself busy. I think I think you do too as well. It seems like you, it seems like you both do. Yeah, I like to kind sure. of actually. Kind of, that's what kind of keeps things kind of fresh and exciting for me. I think I need to. I even in like my job when I work with like, you know, work with young people, but they're still like, they've got that kind of energy and I've got like a three-year-old daughter now. She's got that energy. So I have to kind of like, you know, yeah, yeah. (laughs) So I always have to kind of be like thinking of like new kind of ideas for myself to kind of keep myself kind of going. And I kind of think like, um, that's definitely so important within like the arts and kind of like, you know, kind of creativity. And obviously you guys are like in Edinburgh. And I can obviously like um, I'm actually going to go to Edinburgh this week as well. Go go to a gig, yeah. Awesome. I'm gonna kind of yeah, and I catch up with some friends. And whenever whenever I'm in Edinburgh, I've got a, a absolute fondness fondness for it through that the Fringe Festival, but also 
just through like the kind of creative community and the artistic community there, I think there's a lot happening. For sure. Yeah. And I also, there's a lot happening in the Northeast of Scotland, but we're very much quiet about not really speaking about it. And yeah, celebrating I see, yeah. That, you know, but yeah. you got the festivals, right? Is it still happening now? Maybe this summer, the new art and, uh, no, again. I don't think it is. I don't know what's going to happen in there with like the new art. Look again. I'm not sure what's going to happen with that as well. But I think people like through these kind of organizations, there's still things are still kind of happening, but maybe, I think the like you know like COVID or the pandemic like the past kind of couple of years it's actually now people are kind of actually catching up yeah now right. it's actually been like oh yeah we can do things now but we can actually do things mean, yeah. but yeah so it's kind of been a bit more kind of like slower mm-hmm. um, up here in the north of Scotland but people are still kind of doing that you're seeing like more actually like collectives and collaborations happening now which is kind of really good yeah that's to kind of see um, you know like you know in the north of Scotland you know um, yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's still like feels like a, a special time of actually kind of what's kind of going on within actually the arts and like creativity within like Scotland as a whole. So like um, you know, like you know, for you guys, you know, you kind of obviously you can't really kind of touch on what you're kind of working on together and stuff. But what about what about individually then? What have you both got kind of happening individually at the it, moment that you can, it, that you can speak about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I just opened a show on Friday two days ago. Uh, here in Edinburgh, which is another project I've been working on. I think it's only a year ago that I started, but it's expanding really fast. Uh, it's called Myth and or Mythology. Uh, so that is, subject matter is like the ancient Greek mythology characters and gods and all this stuff in a modern uh, version, meaning like they smoke cigarettes. <laughs> they uh, wear like uh, neckerchiefs and stuff like that, like myself, you know? And uh, that started, I think it was last April, as a matter of fact, March, April. So I did two shows in two different venues. It was kind of like half lockdown, half not at the time. And then I combined the two because the theme was the same. So I made the Myth and Doll Mythology, the extended version. And then I went to London with it. And I exhibited that in London last November. And now I worked on the, the sequel which was the myth and or mythology, the divine affairs, which I opened uh, last Friday. And it's on for a couple of weeks in Edinburgh Palette in Edinburgh. <laughs> nice one, nice one. Yeah. And what about yourself, Emily Rose? Yeah, so I'm doing a mixture of this. As I mentioned before, I'm working on like three different writing projects at the moment. Um, one of them is linked with the yoga therapy that I'm studying. So it's kind of, yeah, an awareness of like mental health and anxiety. So I'm putting together, I don't want it to be too kind of like self-helpy. Um, I want it to be more like kind of with a, a sort of a, I don't know, a bit more of a story or, yeah. So something like, yeah, engaging and maybe like, slight, not fiction so much, but an enjoyable read as well. Something that is like accessible. So I'm working on that um and i'm also i've been writing a trilogy like a fiction trilogy and i'm working on the second part of that at the moment um and i've also started writing like an autobiography <laughs> um so i'm basically the plan is to do it it might be wishful thinking but i'm gonna do it in thirds so assuming i might live till 90 <laughs> i'm gonna do like zero to 30 30 to 60 and 60 to 90 that's the idea and but kind of just to see what happens and even it whatever it turns into that's the idea so i'm starting that 
Um, and I also teach yoga as well on the side. So. Yeah, should we go on yeah. some poetry as well? As yeah, I, yeah, I do poetry and journal writing and kind of more as like a, yeah, sort of fun hobbies. And I'm, I'm thinking of putting the poetry together as well, like thematically. Oh, no, that sounds good. That sounds really awesome. It sounds like, you know, both you, both you, like, are keeping yourselves busy. Absolutely, you know? that's for sure. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know, and I, and I 100%, like, you know, appreciate that as well. And I kind of see, like, um, but, yeah, do you, do you, do you guys, I kind of, like, this stuff sometimes myself, like, my wife will sometimes says to me, oh, you need to slow down sometimes. Does anyone else ever say that to you guys? Like, slow down, just chill out and stuff. Like, I, I wouldn't listen to no one, to be honest with you. So, uh, I, I don't know. Even if they did, probably went from one ear right to the other. So, I don't know. You know, just, I just keep on going, you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't know. It just gives you a, a good reason to wake up in the morning and be happy and excited, you know, looking for And to me, once I'm done with it, I'm already looking towards the next one, what is the next thing I can do? I'm already thinking and planning other projects. As a matter of fact, I'm working on putting a, a book together um, regarding the printmaking I was talking about before. I'm putting this together. The mythology stuff is coming into a book as well. So there's tons, there's tons of things. And obviously the other projects that we're doing uh, uh, together as well, it's in the making, yeah, putting events. It's just like endless, man. It's just like exciting, yeah. you know? No, no, no. No, that sounds definitely sounds all good, and I'm really kind of happy for you. And I'm happy to kind of get you back on, even though it's been yeah. like four and a bit years later. I, but know, still, I, know, you know, I know, It's good to catch up with you. But yeah. for the listeners, where can like um like they kind of like find you both on like online? Right. Uh, for me, um, I have a website which is www.constantintheartist.com. Uh, I'm not super. Uh, keen on that. No, the website is good. Actually, I don't work it too much because it's just a, a, another uh, job on its own dealing with websites. So I end up working more with Instagram, which is at Constantine underscore artist. So I get a lot of back and forth from there. And my email is connecting to that. And I tend to communicate with people and organizing things through that and or in person as well, in any way. And whenever we go about, you know, just try to get connected with people, business guys, whatever. But yes, online, I'm, I'm getting out of, uh, out of hand here. Online, the best place would be uh, on Instagram and the website. So at, at Constantine underscore artist or ConstantineTheArtist.com. We also have the books on Amazon as well. They're oh, like, yeah. like an ebook oh, version. Oh, yeah. nice one. I mean, yeah, yeah. basically, there you go. So yeah. here we have Jazz Mafia Project Volume 2. This is a paperback. And we have a hardback hard version, <laughs> which is super limited edition. Yeah. Uh, only six, five of them left. We had six. Uh, uh, a good friend actually bought one of them when we were in Aberdeen, as a matter of fact. There you go. So Aberdeen treated us, uh, treated us very well. And yeah, tons of things. Cool. And what about yourself, Emily Rose? Yeah, so my Instagram is Emily Rose writer <laughs> something like that. I need the right handle I think it's underscore but that's I'm just yeah uploading samples and things so that's kind of developing as well but I wanted to upload some different readings and things like that so yeah I'm just kind of building the writing social media side I've mostly been kind of doing it in the background and then I'm just kind of starting to put it out there a bit more um, and then the yoga is yogicroots.wordpress.co.uk, I think. Yeah, I should really check that. <laughs> <laughs> well, technology is not, uh, you know, 
obviously, as we had a little bit of trouble connecting to this to the podcast today, you, you can tell the technology is not as strong as the point. But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I'm kind of like the same. Well, that's right. Yeah, I feel like I feel like I'm the same as all well, like social media. And somebody asks me, I'm just kind of like, I actually have to go on my phone now and actually look and be like, oh yeah, that's what it is. And yeah, stuff. yeah. Like, <laughs> I, can't, I can't. I can't rattle it off like as well, but yeah, um, we'll put all those links in the episode description, and also yeah, definitely send through that link with Amazon as well. It'd be good to kind of amplify that as well in the episode description as well. Um, yeah, but yeah, thank you so much for both coming on, like you know, the podcast. I really appreciate it. getting to kind of a little bit more about obviously just to catch up in general, but also about like you know, Jazz Mafia Project Volume Two. I'm definitely looking forward to you know what you guys get up to in the future as well, and obviously we won't leave it too long like yeah. really four and a half years yeah, next yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so definitely um be happy to kind of get you both on to speak about like any kind of future projects as well but thank you very much for coming on and just sharing thank you yeah. thank you very much yeah, thank you very much no nice worries. Yeah. Well. yes that's me back again so i want to thank constantine and emily rose for coming on the podcast and just sharing their story about jazz mafia volume two you know it seems very kind of like a very cool and interesting project and guys be sure to check out the links in the episode description where you can follow constantine's work and emily rose as well and i guess yes i'll be back again with one more episode for this season of creative new podcast you know we will be definitely back at some point um later this year or earlier this year who knows but thanks again for listening guys i'll catch up with you very soon bye take care for now